It's time for the Uncommonwealth Bonus Content. Hello and welcome everybody to the Uncommonwealth Podcast Bonus Edition with Philip Ramsey and Aaron Kramer. And we are talking about the one, the only Dr. Megan McCoy. Yes financial therapist this is like one of my most favorite podcasts okay tell me what your favorite part was well just like i because i love like the psychology of money and and all that um she's kind of like my hero and that i know that she this is what she does like she helps teach people and she is a licensed therapist she's a cfp she yeah she knows the money side yeah trade i mean she's like she said on the podcast she's a therapist yeah but she just understands the whole mindset of money so well. It's so fun to like hear her talk and like I watch all of her other interviews, you know, because she is so knowledgeable about all of it. And she her demeanor about all of it's so good too. So it's it's interesting to see her take this route because I would just think that someone like herself that has this really good demeanor would have stayed in the practice. And I think she, I don't know if she does or not, but like like, oh my gosh, to have that good of a person like heading up a department. It yeah. also probably shows you why KU's such a leader in this. Yeah, I mean they've they've done something right. Well, I think they're in like the top five in the yeah. nation. Yeah. For- All right, we're gonna unpack the show. Obviously, this is kind of the bonus content. Uh, but let me I do this sometimes with people. Like I give people like like things I think about when I think about like them. So I have yeah. three words for I think of for Dr. Megan McCoy. Ready right. for them? Yep. Approachable. Yeah. She's just approachable. Like she would talk to anybody. Yeah. Because she's passionate. So that's my second word. So approachable, passionate. She's just really passionate. Like there was a couple of times in the interview, like she was like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. It's attractive to like talk to somebody that way. And then the third thing for her, she's knowledgeable. Yeah. Right. So she is approachable, passionate, and knowledgeable. Knowledgeable because, like, I mean, she was like, here's a study, there's a study. This is the book I co wrote. This is the book yeah. I wrote. Like, oh, so I was eating that up. But I think those are the th- three words that when I think of, you know, Megan, I think of those three words because they are. And all those things that make somebody uncommon in my perspective. Yeah. So she's uncommon. Obviously, that's why we had her on the show. Um, but man, really good content. And she's passionate about it because I think that it's making a difference. And she wouldn't be all that passionate if she knew that it wasn't making any difference, but she's starting to see CFPs come around. She's starting to see FPA board kind of like engaging in this because they're starting to see how important this stuff is. And obviously K-State, she's a professor there. We never really talked about that, but uh, I'm sure people could deduce that, but they are the tip of the iceberg here of things that are happening in a positive way to understand that there's psychology about money that needs to be talked about, needs to be part of the planning experience. um, And something that we've always kind of gelled together with as we talked about at the first part of the show. Uh, But really cool just to see all the different things and all her different like ways that she's helped contribute to such an amazing uh, topic, I would say. So I was really grateful to have her on the show. I loved, I love the way that you kind of kept bringing it back to like, let's talk about the studies that she's done. I thought you did a great job with that. So, and then just to see her enthusiasm and passion about those things was like, I mean, this could be a three-hour podcast pretty quick. So easily. like, <laughs> I mean, especially if she was in person, like, oh my gosh, pull up the couch because I could talk about this all day. So many different questions. And she could too. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know. That's the fun part about all of it. And to me, it's like when having her on, I know it's giddy to get her here because 
for me, I know she wouldn't think this, but to me in our world, she is kind of what a, what we call somewhat of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. She is making a difference. She's working right. at a prestigious university doing prestigious studies and helping people. Right. And people, she's well known. She knows she's known in the FPA. She, yeah. At the FTA or the financial therapy. Association, FTA. Yeah. You know, right. So, okay. This is something I wish I would have talked more about. I love going back to these things of like, what could you have done better? Which I could always do a lot of things better, but I love that she was a marriage and couples therapist and wanted to go into money. What I thought was interesting is one of the bigger reasons why people get divorced is money, money. And so I think that she was starting to see that. And then also her own experience with money, she just went straight into it. Like, I want to learn more about it. I don't feel like I'm good at it, but I also feel like she saw this need of like, but it's also important in my marriage and family therapy sessions um, and couples therapy. And so she just jumped into it. I wish I would have unpacked that a little bit more. We didn't, I'm kind of assuming a lot, but I kind of think I knew where she was going. I wish I would have just had her unpack that a little bit more. That's on me, but she's a go-getter. She's a go-getter. But I loved the fact that she started with a marriage and couples therapy uh, and then kind of evolved into where she's at now. Yeah. I loved it. Like her story when I asked her about, you know, what she saw about like financial planners coming into her program, how she explained that a lot of the people coming in, they're doing that advanced uh, studies for like estate planning and things like that. Yep. Really looked at to want to take these like therapy Mm -hmm. courses, Mm -hmm. but at the end, they're so about it. Right, right, right. Dragging into the class. Yeah. I, I like that. Okay, here's something else that I thought was fascinating. The anxiety of the unknown versus the actuality. I see that a lot in our practice of like, oh, I can't do this. There's no way I can do this. And then like you really start kind of putting structure around, okay, what's the worst case scenario for you? And then start saying like, oh, well, if that happens, I totally get through it. Yeah. You know, but like what our mind does when we don't know, we go to the like, not even the worst case scenario, like this arbitrary, like thing that would never happen. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's very interesting when you have angst, anxiety about something, but you don't like articulate it, what your mind does. And like, you just can't break through. Mm. And so for the uncommon path and for our clients, I feel like, okay, well, let's just, let's put some structure around this. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And we can talk about that. And then what are things that would lead up to that? And then realizing like, well, that wouldn't happen overnight. Like this would happen over a long period of time where we'd be able to get our bearings straight. We'll be able to kind of look through different things, pull different levers. Yeah. But having them articulate that is helpful because then we can just, at least we've talked about the worst case. Do we feel like the, the positive side of things would outweigh the negative? Many times it does. Yeah. But the anxiety of the unknown is like, unsurmountable. Yep. And I do feel like there's something that has changed with people after COVID of that. It's the anxiety of the unknown. Is there going to be a recession? Oh, I don't think the dollar, the dollar is going to go away. All these different things yeah. of like, Oh gosh, like, well, let's talk through that. Like these big companies yeah. are going to try to find a way to make it work. Yes. They're not just going to go away, you yeah. know, and like they have way more resources than we do. So if we're invested in those things, you know, like, Okay, let's talk through that. But the fact of they throw these things out, well, what do you do with that? Like, I don't, 
I don't know. Like it does sound daunting. Yeah. But let's start using our reason to try to reason out that yep. and talk to people through. Cause it is like, I mean, sometimes you're just like, Oh, why are we talking about this? Well, just turn on the news. Yeah. Right. That's why we're right. talking about it. Right. Like, <laughs> right. They're like trying to like, I mean, family self fear. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But. It totally is. Sorry. But I, th- I feel like it was just interesting that she kind of saw that as yeah. the anxiety of money was real in the studies that she saw. Um, and then the Canadian to the U S like they're That's old, fascinating. It is. I know, man, there's a lot of questions I have. I know that's why this that could have lasted. So like, it was like part two, part three, <laughs> three hours later. Yeah. So but it's I, really good stuff. I think it's all very good. And like, so here's my question to you. What's yeah. your application from our, <laughs> you, you didn't know I was going to ask this. So I, know, I was like, well, what's your application from our interview with Dr. McCoy? What do you take away from that? And like implement. Yeah. So I, I don't know. To me, I'm like, I makes me think about what we're doing here and I'm coming in a good way or bad way. No, in a good, I think in a good (laughs) way, it's a good way what we're doing, but I I think that some things that we're naturally just doing because it fits our personalities. Yeah. Right. But like how we need to like lean into that a bit more and be a bit more intentional about it. Okay. Good. Um, But How, how, how would we do that? In your, in your opinion. And maybe you don't know, like, this is pretty on the spot, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's see, that's the part. Like I, for young people, I know we do that. You know, I do that for the young people yep. and we do some of this stuff. Um, but how do we do it for some of our older clients? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't okay. Know. So one thing that I took away is, uh, data points. Like we have access to that. We don't really yeah. utilize, I bet you we utilize maybe 7% of what yeah. we have access to. So do a little bit more research on what we can maybe utilize data points in our practice. We've started and it's been a great start, Yes. but, uh, maybe how other ways that we can maybe implement some of that stuff. Yep. So that's my takeaway. Dr. McCoy, thank you so much for your wisdom and You're your amazing. time. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being just approachable for being passionate and being knowledgeable. Yeah, this is awesome. I am probably going to geek out the rest of the day. So good. Uh, you've been listening to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Thanks for listening. 